Two lines from the Pat Mimhim and Aleph. We were discussing last week about the amount of Dayanim that are required for Egla Rufa. We had a sheet that there was three Dayanim from the Sejim Agadol, and Yehuda said it was five Dayanim. We had different drushes last week. Tomorrow is now going to ask from other words that would seem to indicate more Dayanim are necessary for this Egla Rufa. And Lamiata, Vyatsu, which is also Shnaim, also seems to indicate you need two. Umadadu, same type of drasha. Sounds like you need to have plural Shnaim also two. So why are those words not considered a factor in Yehuda Shita? According to Yehuda, you should have seven. You should have, so you should have nine. Because he had Yehuda held there was five. Here you have Vyatsu would be two more. Umadu, two more. You should have nine. And there of Shimon who held three. You should have Shiva. You should have seven. Because he had these two extra words. Each seemed to indicate two more of the Gemara says, no, these words are actually used for other drashas, and that's why they cannot be used to add on more dayanim for the Eglah Rufa. What are they used for? That word, v'yatsu. They have to go themselves, they cannot send the shliach, even though normally in the entire call to Rakula, we know that a shliach can be considered as the person himself did something. That is not going to work over here. There's not an option to use a shliach. It has to be the best and the themselves, the members of the Sanhedrin, they have to go themselves. Viyatsu, they have to go. Not no one on their behalf. Umadadu, that second word, Umadadu, is also a drasha. That what? Shafilo nimtza ba'alilir. Even if it's clear which city it's close to, how you might do Which is very interesting. We always think that the whole point of the medida, the whole point of the measurement is to figure out which city it's closer to. So that could be that's the case, but not necessarily. The Gemara is very clear. Even if you find it clearly closer to one city, you still measure. Shemitzvah lasik medida, fascinating. The mitzvah to do the medida, do the measuring, even though it's not a question which city is closer to. Umadadu, regardless, still measure, always measure, and not necessarily in the situation we actually need to know which one is closer to. Okay, so that's the drashis from Vyatsu and from Madadu, and therefore there's no use, we cannot use those words to include extra dayanim. Ask the Gemara now, Mastis and our Mishnah, who says that the requirement is either three or five judges. The Lord of Elizabeth Yaakov seems to disagree with Elizabeth Yaakov. The sign here says in the Bible, Elizabeth Yaakov, Emer, Zikanechazu Sanhedrin. Okay, that so far seems to be consistent. You have to have the Sanhedrin, which we'll see exactly what that means. But could be it means like we said, part of the Sanhedrin. But he says, Shaiftecha, your judges, that actually includes Melech and Kohen Gadol. You have to have the king of Klal Yisrael and the Kohen Gadol also there as part of the assemblage, and not just the Sanhedrin. Dixivity learns from Psukim that the Melech and the Kohen Gadol are referred to as Shaftim. Pasuk in Mishlei Melech Mishpat Yamid Aretz Kohen Gadol Dixiv Ubasal Kainim Alaviim Ela Shaftet Ashiyah. So the Kohen is considered a Shaftet. So we see both of these are referred to as a Shaftet, and therefore the Shaftach on the Pasuk comes to include the Melech and the Kohen Gadol, which obviously in our Mishnah there's no mention of. All we mentioned is is the Sanhedrin, nothing more than that. So that clearly argues that our Mishnah. Kamara says maybe even more than that. Ibayalu, Lazban Yaakov, Melech, the Kohen Gadol, who the Pollock is the only arguing and saying you need to add on the Melech and the Kohen Gadol. Avabas Sanhedrin, but when he says, when he said Sanhedrin, he meant the same as of Yehuda or of Shemini, there was five or was three, Svirulay. I don't know. But Sanhedrin, Ami Pligi. He also argues what we said Sanhedrin. And he holds, Ah, Deka Kula Sanhedrin, you have to have all 71. I wish it were clear, you have to have only three or five, not more than that. He says the word Sanhedrin. Maybe he meant the whole Sanhedrin. Do we know what he holds? Kamar tries to prove what he holds. Amr of Yosef, Tashma bring you a proof. That Sanhedrin may mean the entire Sanhedrin. From the Pasuk, from the Bryce, which is as follows. Matzah Zokin Mamri, Abe Pagi. And Zokin Mamri is the 
one person from the Sanhedrin who disagrees, he rebels, right? he's called Mamre, he rebels against the other members of the Sanhedrin, and they all say he made a mistake, he did something wrong, he said something, a mistake in Psaq, a wrong Psaq, and he goes against them, and he still continues in his uh, defiance against their Psaq. However, this case of Zakir Mamre was done, Abe Pagi, which means not in the Sanhedrin, not where it normally was, in, the, in Yerushalayim, on the base, the base of Medellin, it was somewhere else, Abe Pagi, which is a place somewhere else. And he, and he again rebelled against them, which was the classic case of Zakin Mamri. So, is that considered a valid case of Zakin Mamri, where the person gets um, all the ramifications and gets killed? Zakin Mamri. Being that it wasn't at the place of where the Sanhedrin was, it was a Mepagi. So, Yahweh, you might think, that is rebellion is considered a rebellion. no. The Kamt of Alisa Lamakim has to be that he went to the place. Where's the place? The place itself where the Sanhedrin belongs, which is the Lishkas Lagazas in the base of Middash, that's where it's going to be considered a valid rebellion or a real rebellion. But if it's not there, not considered a real rebellion. That's the price. Okay, so we clearly see a case over here. The Sanhedrin for some reason left. They went to Bepagi, and the rebellion took place over there. The price says, not considered a Zaki Mamre. Okay, now why did they leave for? Let's try to figure out what, what were they doing in Bepagi. First of all, how many left? Elam and Denafik Mitzasan, only a few left, let's say a number of them left, but not the entire Sanhedrin. So then who told you in the first place Zakim Mahmi that he's considered to be a rebellious Zakim? Maybe the ones who didn't come would have held like him. They would have agreed with him. Zakim Mahmi is someone who disagrees with the whole Sanhedrin, he stands in his rebellion and he goes against Sanhedrin. But if let's say only, I don't know, 10 of them went to, to the Beipagi, and there was 61 who was still back there, maybe they would, have, they would, have, would, have, would have said he's right. So it can't be that only some of them went, and there was a half a million of Zuck in Mamri. El Pshita, Denafekula, all them must have went, all 71 of them. Okay, so why did they go for it? What were they leaving for? Olamai. Il Dvarashus, if they stumble going for a Dvarashus for nothing, not for a mitzvah, the Matsu and Afghir, they allowed to all leave. Vaksiv, Sharecha, Agan hasahar, ayechser hamazek. That means what? Shemitzach echamei alotz. If one of them have to leave, im yeshem esem v'shalosh. If you leave at least twenty-three there, kineged sanhedrin katana, which is the corresponding to the amount of a small sanhedrin, yitzah. Then they can leave. The other ones can leave. So many of them can leave, but not all of them. V'lav en yitzah. But if not, you cannot leave unless you leave at least twenty-three there. So what's going on? Must be they left for a different reason. El Pshita El Dvar Mitzvah. They must have done for a good reason, for Dvar Mitzvah, which is Mutter to leave. So Lamai, what Mitzvah are they all leaving for? What are they going for? Lav Lamadidas Agala? It must be for this reason, for the measurement of the Agala, the Agala Rufa. Now, who is the opinion which says you need all 71? Certainly not Dvar Mishnah, that's either three or five. The only opinion we can think of, Lezab and Yaakovi, that he just said Sanhedrin, and maybe he meant all the Sanhedrin, all 71. So now we seem to have a source. That since the, the, Mish, the Mishnah, the Bryce has a case, and we have a Sanhedrin all leaving for Dvar Mitzvah, the only person we can assume that would be is Vlad Zvanyaki for the sake of Ezra Rufa. That must be a proof that he holds all the Sanhedrin have to go. I'm going to you no, no, no proof at all. There are other reasons why the Sanhedrin leave and they go for different other mitzvahs. Domal Haisavalair, Galazares. There are other responsibilities they have, which are for a mitzvah. They want to add on to the city of Yushalayim or into the Azara. It has to be, it's a whole process, and the process includes bringing the 71 and Sanhedrin and and making the addition. Hidistan, in Mesif and Al-Azar, you cannot add on to the Yerushalayim or the 
Azaris of the Beis Hamikdash, Ella the Bezdin Shal Shiv Meachan. Unless you have the entire Bezdin Shiv Meachan, so that's going to be going for that reason, not going for the Eglarufa at all. And if we have no proof that it was going for the reason of Eglarufa with the entire Sanhedrin. However, the Gemara says there is a Brisa which explicitly says like this, like we just said, that they actually were going for Eglarufa. Tani Kavas the Yosef Matz and Abayis Pagi. This case we just mentioned. The Himralei, and then again the same case that there was a Zaki Mamri. Kigon, here the Bible says this Bible actually spells out what they were leaving for. They're going for Egla Rufa, clearly says that's one of the cases. Although Savala Ir, the Alazaris, or other cases where they would go out for. You see clearly in this Bible that they would actually go with the entire Bezin of 71 for Egla Rufa. Again, whose opinion is that? Can't be of Shimon or of Yehuda, they hold three or five. It must be Lezab and Yaakov, who says 71, and he actually disagrees with three points on our Mishnah. Number one, you have to have all 71, you have to have a, a, a Melech, and you have to have the Kohen Gadol. So three points he disagrees with our Mishnah in terms of what you need for the Eglalufa. Okay, back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah said if you find the, the, the corpse, Tamim Megal buried, or Tali Bilan or hanging on a tree, there's no Eglalufa. Lame Masisan of Yudi, Lorabanan. It sounds like our mission of Yehuda, not the Rabbana. What's the Yehuda? The Sanya. This is obviously very different halachas about shikha, by forgetting the the uh, sheaves of wheat in the field. It says as follows: Shakachta Omer Basada. You forgot the wheat in the field. Prat Latoman. It's only if it was actually exposed. If it was uncovered, that's not going to be included. Divrei Yehuda. Basada include even if it was hidden underneath something else. It's also considered forgotten. So it sounds like Rav Yehuda says that in the field is excluding Taman, is excluding something which is buried. That's like our Mishnah that we said in, you found the corpse in the field. Sounds like excluding a case of a Taman, case of someone who's buried. Sounds like very consistent with Rav Yehuda's opinion. And now it's Rabbanan. And the Mara says no. There's actually no connection between these two cases. Each one is going in the way Sukkim are very differently constructed regarding Egla Rufa and regarding Shekha. Here it's the way the sukkah is structured. There it's the way it is over there. You found a corpse. Wherever it's found. It means the simple words of the pasuk you found it indicate anywhere. And everywhere. That's what it would sound like. So now it says ba'adama. It says in the ground. What's it coming to? You ready? It must be telling you something different than you would have thought without the word Adama. It must be excluding something. There's one case it's not included. What is that? Talmud, where it's, where, where it's hidden. So therefore, that's why our mission, our, our case is an exclusion, because without the Upasuk, everything was included. And there is exactly the opposite. It says that you cut um, the standing wheat, and you then forgot it. So the Pasuk makes a makes a comparison between the kitzircha, the cut wheat, and the forgotten wheat. Shikha dumir de What's the comparison that the shikha, the forgotten, similar to the cut wheat? Ma katsagoli, obviously standing wheat is, is revealed, you can see it, it's, it's exposed. Ashikha goli. So to the shikha's goli means the simple indication of the pasta, we actually say only things that are exposed. And if now it says basada, so it must be telling you something different than the simple pshat would have been, must be the to include Taman. So again, each pasuk, well, what the default was, is going to be different. Therefore, what the drush is. The default is everything's included. The drush must be to exclude some, to exclude something. 
If the default is only things that are exposed are included, therefore the drush is coming to include some include something which is which is hidden. Ask the Gemara. So if Yehuda, who learned it out, he had a Pasuk from Basada to teach you that it's going to include things that are revealed. Why doesn't he use the same drush that the, the Rabbanon used of Shekhadumi the Katsa, that the Shekha is similar to the Katsa, that, that shows you it's exposed. So then just use that by itself and very good. You don't need anything more than that. Mercy's right. Nechanami, right. You, know, you can use that and that's going to teach him enough to his, his drasha that exposed is going to be included in Shekha. And not and only exposed. So why is you basada teach you? That tell you that if you forgot something which was still actually not cut, it was standing wheat not cut. That's also included in shikha. That's also included in the forgotten wheat. How do they know that if it's standing and not cut, it's also included in shikha? Not If an extra word sikta tells you that even the stuff which is standing. Yehudim Vayalei has different needs for that drasha. Look at the Ravo, Amar Valazar, Amar Valazar, Amar Valazar, Amar Valazar, Pra'al Shetzafu, Oymin L'Seich Sadeh Haveri. That if your wheat flies into your friend's field, that's not considered a thing as a shekha. That's not going to be included in the thing. Only in your field, not in the friend's field. Rabbanan, Yibisadeh, Besadcha. It's because that Sadeh says Sadcha. That's already enough. You don't need the whole drasha. Just Sadeh itself. It says Sadcha. Tells you already enough that's going to be included. He says the extra difference in Sadna Sadcha is not Mashma Adrasha, and therefore he does not know it from that Pasuk. He needs the other Pasuk. He should teach you that Halacha, that if a fly is into your friend's field, it's not considered a ship. Bayer has a very interesting question. How about if the. It's in your field, but it's not lying on the field itself. It's on top of something else. It's floating on top of, it's floating on top of something else. Is that considered still to be shikha, or only if it's lying on the ground? Do we say aver sadik sadik if it's in the ear space of the field? That's the same thing as the field itself. So even though it's not on the ground, it's still considered to be forgotten. no, only on the field itself, which means on the ground, not in the ear space of the of the field, it will not be included. So I'm of kind of puppy. I'm a of kind of zvid. I'll bring you a proof from Ravov. He said that. It's not included if it floats into your friend's field. It sounds like only because it's in your friend's field, the chaveri in. So it sounds like over there it's also tzafri, it's floating, which means it's not, it's not on the ground itself. And the only reason why it was excluded was because it was in your friend's field. It sounds like if it was in your field, it would be included. Wait one second. So then if so, why does it have the tzafri in the first place to float it into your field, it sounds like it's above? Just say the fact that it was on your friend's field. Also, it should be excluded. Because it has to be your field. But like it's on your field. It must be that if it's if it's, if it's in your friend's field, even if it's on the ground, it's not going to be included in shikha. Why does it say tzafu that it floated? Because the case normally goes in the friend's field, it floated. That's how it got there. How else did it get there? Didn't someone didn't put it there? It floated in. The wind picked it up and floated it in. So that's why you do the word tzafu over there. But it wasn't coming to point out or even to to focus on a case that where it was on top of something else, the same thing was on top of something else, on the field, either which way, the main point was in your friend's field. So we still have no proof now to what's the halacha, if it's not on the ground itself in your field, what's the halacha? Toshma. You picked up a, a, a bundle, and your plan was to bring it to the city, to go sell it. That was your plan. What did you do? Then you just put it down. The shock when you forgot it there. 
Hatachtin shecha, the bottom one, which was being covered, is forgotten. The Elyon in shecha, but the top one is not considered shecha. We'll see why. Shimon Yudah, Shimon Shimon, Shtei Men shecha, both of them are not shecha. Hatachtin, if they shoot Tomin, we had it earlier, if it's covered over, it's not considered shecha. The Elyon, if they shoot itself, because it's floating, what does it mean it's floating? It's not on the ground itself, it's on top of something else. So it seems to be a, a clear proof that everyone seems to agree that the top one is not considered to be shekha. Only question is the bottom one. Everyone agrees the top one is not shekha. Why? It must be because it's not on the ground. It's on top of something else. I can let plea go The only discussion is the tachta whether it's considered to be shekha or not. But everyone agrees the top one is not considered shekha. And it seems to be because it's floating on top of something else. Mercer's no. Shani Hasam. The reason why over there it's not considered shikha is because you were asked because you picked it up. You started off picking it up. And therefore you actually acquired it. Once you acquired it, it's not considered shikha because it's not considered hefker anymore. It's yours. So why did it say the whole strange case? You put it down on top of something else, on top of another omer. Why is that relevant? It's the whole point was you picked it up. I feel like the Nami, if you put it on the field itself, it would not be considered shikha because you picked it up. Versus you are in the point of you want to say because they wanted to tell you the halacha of the bottom one. What's with the bottom one? Where's the one second? You can't say that. I'm afraid she would self come. It's clearly the reason why the top one's not considered shekha because it's floating because on top of something else. It's clearly not because you owned it. Tomorrow's the aim of Fresh who kitsaf. You're right. It didn't mean because it's similar to a case of kitsaf that it was on top of something else, not because it's off itself. But the reason why, because actually, because you acquired it, but not necessarily because you were, because it was on top of something else. Amr Abaya, I'm like Ben Azdeh, I can respond to all questions. So Amr Abaya, Shnei Chalalam Abaya, Shnei Chalalam Zalgabzeh, Mehechon, Humaydid. Two corpses, one on top of the other. From where do you measure from? Top one, the bottom one, which one do you go from? Do you say as follows? Min Bimino, you have a Tomen. Umin Bimino, you have itself. So we say, listen, they're both corpses, right? So therefore, they're both the same thing. They're called min bimina, they're both the same thing. Do so we say that min bimina have a tamen, that means the bottom one is considered tamen, the bottom is considered hidden, and therefore the top one is considered to be the real the corpse that you're going to deal with, because the bottom one is hidden, even though it's hidden by another corpse, but it's considered hidden. And min bimina have a but as far as tzaf, as far as on top of something else, that's not considered on top of something else if the other thing is a corpse. That's one way of looking at it. That there's two alakas here. One alakas is regarding tamen, hidden. And we say that as far as, since the corpse is hiding it, it's considered tamen. But as far as tzaf, that's one way of looking at it. Umel yamaridin, if you go from the top one, the top one is the corpse you measure from. Edoma, min bimino yamid tzaf. That one corpse on top of the other is considered tzaf. It's considered on top of something else. And therefore, as far as the top one, is definitely not considered to be the corpse you can go with. Umel bimino yamid tamen, but it's not considered buried, because it's buried with the corpse. And therefore, tachta maybe go for the bottom one, or maybe no. Adoma min b'mino have a It's considered to be buried and considered to be floating on top of something else. Let me tachta maybe. Let me go with neither one because neither one is considered a corpse you can go with, and there's no way to here in the first place. I'm late to be so I bring you right from Rabbeisa. Our case we just mentioned, if an aimer which you took to go to the city, you put it on top of another one. Meshachod, you forgot it. The bottom one is shikha and the top one is not. Both are not shikha. The bottom one is tamen. So you see that what? That the bottom one, which is tamen, even though it's being hidden by what? Another sheaf. Another, another, another um, bundle. 
it's so considered Tomen, so you see that what? That's Chayre, it's going to be Tomen. Let's see. So, we assume they're going with Yehuda. That Sade is going to exclude Tomen. That Tomen is not considered to be Shekha. So, I don't understand. So, my love, what's the Machokis? The Marasavar, Min, Bermino, every Tomen. So, the only Machokis over here is that really, if it was, right, if it was hidden by something else, like a rock, everyone agrees it's not considered, it's not considered um, Shekha. But here it's covered by another bundle of, of wheat. Is that considered Tomen or not? Sounds like a Marasavar, it's called Tomen. Even though the thing hiding it's a thing of wheat. Well, Marasavar, Lavi Tomen, because it's only been hidden by a piece of wheat. So it sounds like Machokis in this price exactly how Machokis. That something which should be hidden by something else, which is exactly the same thing, corpse to a corpse, or a bundle of wheat to a bundle of wheat, that's Machokis, whether it's called Tomen or not. Morris says no. Like, you can view this field of the garlic of that Tomen is considered a pator, the fact that it's hidden, it's called Pater from Shekha. Everyone would say it's considered Tomen. Kuliyama, Min, Min Yavit Tomen. This is exactly if Tom is actually a Batur in the first place. The Rabbanic Rabban, the Rabbanic Rabban, that Tom is not a Batur. So that's the Machok is not regarding whether Min Mimina is Tom, whether Tom in the first place is considered a Batur. So you must be Hachim, I feel the offer of Tsar Nami. So why is it to say, why is the Bryce to point out a case of where it's being hidden by another? A bundle of wheat. Why does it say a case of simple cases by dirt or by or by rocks? Whereas any chanam, you're right. They could have said that case. It would come to say chiddush of Yehuda. To Amar, when he says Tom is a pator, even if it's hidden by another bundle of wheat, that's also a pator. Not only if it's dirt or something else. That was the chiddush of Yehuda. Okay, back to our discussion regarding the corpse itself. Ten rabbanon, chalav loy chanek. It cannot be. It was choked. Chalav loy mefarfik. It cannot be. It's still Moving and still um, in death throes. It's not considered a case of Agla Rufa. Badama Vlaitama Megal has to be exposed, not hidden in a pile. Naifa Vlaitali Bulan cannot be hanging from a tree, like we have in the Mishnah. The Sad of Laitzafa Panimani cannot be floating on the water. Vlazaimer, he disagrees with a number of them. Bakulanim Haya Khalal orphan. If there was a khala, which means it was stabbed, it was it was means that the death took place through a stabbing that would be considered a Rufus. Therefore, in the case of so, in the case of choked, he agrees. But in the case of if it was mafarfer, if it was still in the death throes, if it was buried, if it was hanging, if the way it died was through a, a stabbing, that's considered to be a case of halal, and therefore, orphan, even if you found it in an unusual way. Tanya, I'm a basis by you. I'm a lezer. Don't you agree that if it was choked and lying there, there's no rufa? So obviously there, there is a drasha, chala v'lochonik. So I can obviously want you to agree to other drashas. Ba'adama v'lotamun, begalno v'lotali b'ilam, sadu v'lotafanimayim. Those you don't agree to. Why do you agree to this drasha, not the other ones? Mosem v'lezer, chala yisirikziv. You're right, he doesn't agree to any of the drasha of the mutim. He has an extra word, chala, it's the second time, chala in the Pasuk, and that's where he learns out from, that it's going to exclude, only include cases of chala, only cases of a person was um, was stabbed, um, but if it was died a different way, like it was choked, that he agrees to, that it does not get a glorufa. But if it was any case of hollow, where the person was a, was a stabbed corpse, that would be hollow even if it was found buried, even if it was found on the floating on the water, doesn't make a difference. Nebuchadnezzar Safi found the next to the border. Very interesting that if it was found next to the border, and next to the or city, which is a lot of a lot of non-Jews, so unfortunately, murder is much more prevalent there. 
So if it's something which is a place that murder is prevalent, there's no eglarufa. Kimatsi, it's like sounds, like an unusual occurrence. Pranamatsi, if it's a place which is where it happens often, like either by the border, which is close to where the Goyim live, or, or in a city next to the Goyim, that's not the eglarufa because that's a common occurrence and therefore is not considered kiyamatsi. Elushem Bezdin, Divino Zikner Yer, Velakov, as long as they know the Canaan, there's no eglarufa. Emory Dinel Beer, Pshita. Already said they cannot go to a city which doesn't have a bezdin. So obviously, right, the, the end of the mission has said, you have to measure to a city which has a bezdin. The city that you measure to has to be a bezdin. Of course, you have to have a bezdin in the city. So what's it telling you extra more than the first halacha? Of course, it's a very interesting halacha. Let's say there's two cities. And it's closer to the one that, has, that, that doesn't have a bezdin. So, that one you can't measure to, because there's no best in there. So what are you doing? You measure to the other city. You go to the city which has the best in Even if that's the further city, you still measure to that city, because that's the one that has the best in, and that's the end of the mission telling you. So you have two halakas over here. One is that you need to have a best in the city, but if there's two cities and one does, one doesn't, you go to the one that does have a best in, and not the other one. Exactly between two cities, should be both of them actually bring, even though it's it's um it's only one of them actually did it. It's exactly in between. You go to the one, you go to both of them. Different Lazar. No matter what, we found the head in one place, and the body somewhere else. You go malich and reishi. So go from the head to the body, and you go from the body, not from the head. Kiva says the opposite. You bring the guf to the reish and you measure from the head. Which part of the body do you measure from? From the navel. Kiva says from the nose. The place that it was stabbed, which is his neck, as we'll see in the Pasuk, that brings a din of tzavar, is considered a chala. So three different opinions of where in the body you measure from. My time in the Velazer, Kasava, Eshelotzamtim, it's possible to have exactly in between. The Kreva, if you look Kreva, even if it's multiple cities that are exactly in between, you would still go with both of the cities. So if two cities are exactly the same, you go from both of them. Enushlaim of Yaglarufa, Diamakra, Lurishta, has to be a city that's going to be inherited. So Kasavi Shlaim, well, it didn't Shvat, was not divided among the Shvat, was not given as inheritance, and therefore Shlaim was not included in Lurishta. Nimtza Rishu Makom we find the head in one place, the body is somewhere else. So what's the halakas? The Makim Mifligi Ilay Malinim Medida, the way you measure from Mifligi. Having a tiny sefer, Meinim Meridin. The halakas over there, the end of the Mishnah was where you measure from. The Chal Dereish Malinim Medida. He's not referring to we measure from. So what's the halakas? On Rav Yitzchak, we make mitzvah Konim Makomak Mifligi. We make mitzvah which is found that he acquires his place. I mean, that place is where his where, where it becomes like his, and that becomes where he's he's considered to be to be. Um, at that place. What does that mean? So the halach is that if Mates Mitzvah is found, you bury him over there in that place. He's like, like acquires that place. But what happens if his head somewhere else and his body somewhere else? So you go with the Rosh to the Guf. That's where you go to and bury him where the Guf is. That's what the Kiva says, no, Guf is not Rosh. What's the halach? We assume that the body is, is where it died. And Reisha not even and the, the head rolled away. The head 
probably where it fell, it fell. The gufa roi for us, but the body moves. Okay, my, my, it, it, it may have been uh, still moving, and therefore that's probably moved somewhere away. So therefore you go after the body. So the focus is really a mechanism of what you consider the place where it probably was. If I were died, what, what moved afterwards, not did the head move or did the body move? What's the chalk is made of? Where do you measure from on the body? Magnificently, my savor ikachiusabapi. The chiyus of the the life of a person is the nose. That's where he breathes from. So you go from there. My savor ikachiusabapi. Chiyus from the tiber, from the from the navel. That's where you eat from, which gives you chiyus. Leima kiyat kiyani tanayim. Sounds like the chalk is the chalk is these tanayim. Meichan avla neitzer. From where is the child created from? Mirasha. One opinion says from his head. Abishal says, no, we tiburi, that the child's created from the middle, from the tibur. And then he expands outwards. So it sounds like Mechalkos of here is the same thing. Where is the chiyas from? Kumar says, no, if you will tell me about Abishal, I can come at Abishal of Linyatsira as far as the creation of a child. The chiyas, the he holds that the child's created from the middle and expands from there. Abilin chiyas, when it comes to life itself, Kuliyama ba'ape, who would accept everyone could agree that's from the nose, that's where the if a person's life is from, the Ruach Chaim is from his nose, that's where his life source is from. goes from the neck. My time goes from You place on the Tzavar on of the Chol You see the Chol is from the neck. That's where the, the, um, the death is taking place, and therefore that's where you measure from, where the Chol is from the death, it's from the neck, and you measure from that point. Okay, let's stop over here by this Mishnah. This is Hashem.